pray. At this time, we are going to have our first message brought to us by Sean Witt, and it is entitled, Love and Encouragement. Good afternoon, everyone. So, I request your patience with me today as uh, Reggie will schedule to speak today. I'll be going into him since he... Unfortunately, he's no longer with us, and um, I wish that he was up here instead of me, obviously, and I'd rather be out in the audience with you listening today, listening to his second half of his message about clean and unclean animals that he presented. He only did the first half, so it'd be nice to be able to hear his second half today, but I'm honored to be able to cover for him today since he's no longer with us. Weird looking out there, seeing him not sitting there. So, without any further ado, we'll get right into it. Um, over the past week or so, I've been trying to come up with some ideas for a message, and I was talking to my wife Kim, brainstorming about different things to talk about. And she said to me, "She's like, you know, I feel like people need to hear a message about encouragement and love because so many people have been having so many trials." And the prayer list is growing larger all the time. It seems like there's so many things hitting um, our brethren. Uh, just all kinds of things going on. So, you know, with yesterday being Reggie's memorial service, it solidified in my mind that I felt like I needed to speak on this subject today. I was very moved and encouraged to hear the stories of the love that Reg showed us all. On a personal level, I was very touched when Reggie, uh, when he found out that I had a kidney stone, he came up to me and he says, hey, I made this necklace for you. It's got all the stones that will help your kidneys. I'm actually, I'm wearing it today, it's in my suit. And I was just very touched by the fact that he took the time and thought of me to make this necklace. And I know that he's done the same thing for other people as well, for different health ailments and such going on. So it meant a lot to me on a personal level. And when he found out that I had a blood clot, he's like, hey, I got these tuning forks. I got this one that's specially made for blood clots. I want you to use it. It'll help to dissolve the blood clot. Okay, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I was very appreciative of the fact that he was thinking of me in that way. And because of the kidney issues I was having as well, he's like, hey, I even got this special uh, tuning fork just for you. I definitely want it back, but it's for your kidneys. It'll help your kidneys function better. So he was going out of his way, you know, helping other people. So it was really quite a blessing for him to do that. And he didn't have to do any of this. He went out of his way to help me and others by setting a great example of how to show true biblical love and encouragement to others. Reggie showed his love primarily by his acts of service and gift-giving as well. It wasn't just uh, service, but acts of gift-giving. As we know, Reg was very involved. He was used his talents to the fullest capability that he had. And he had many talents. First of all, Reg gave his time. He was not selfish with his time. He was in a praise and worship group. Uh, he was very involved with our young people, uh, gifting many hours of tutoring and quizzing the graduates when they graduated from school, and even gifting them with his own money. And it was something he loved to do. And my daughter, 
uh, was one of the ones that benefited from Reg's blessings as well in that aspect. So as we know, Reg was very involved in the praise and worship team, and he was also a song leader and message giver. So there's going to be a hole there um, regarding all of that with him helping so much of his time and love with his faith. And also in Reg's way, he could be very encouraging as well. Uh, he encouraged me in my song reading. Uh, he would tell me, you know, you need to step out of your comfort zone, Sean. You need to start doing some songs you're not really familiar with. And for his sake, he's like, could you maybe not do so many Dwight Armstrong songs? <laughs> and his reasoning on that was, he was saying that, you know, the most of them are written in a higher key, and I guess his, uh, Dwight Armstrong was a violinist as well, so he would write his stuff in higher keys. <clears throat> and uh, he mentioned it was difficult for him to sing in those higher keys. He liked to sing in the minor keys, like Matt mentioned yesterday. So it was kind of funny the way he put that to me, though. He was like, oh, I don't really like to hear those as much. So turn with me now to 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 13. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become nothing but sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it happens me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own, it is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never fails, but whatever there are whenever there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. But we know in part that we prophesy in part. When that which is perfect has come, then that which is part, in part, will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understand as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I am known. And now abide. Faith, hope, love, these things are the greatest of these love. The greatest of these is love. You know, Reggie wasn't perfect, and none of us are. But that is what we all are striving for, is to become perfect. He set the right example of showing love toward us in the best ability he could. As a man, running the race that he successfully ended, that he finished. As I mentioned, Reg's love language was acts of service and gift-giving. So who here has heard of the book, The Five Love Languages? There's a few of us here. Today I would like to share with you The Five Love Languages. Uh, it's a book written by uh, Gary Chapman, I believe. And 
I would like to share with you these five love languages and challenge you to find out what your love language is and encourage you to also find out what other people's love languages are so that you can better serve and show love on them as well. So the first one, quality time. Quality time is about spending time together, enjoying each other's company. People who need quality time crave alone time with their loved ones and want to catch up with them by having time alone where they can talk and bond. You need time alone if you find yourself constantly desiring to be with someone, not just hearing them, not just from hearing them or writing to them, you do not feel satisfied or happy unless you can be spending time with that person, the people that you love. So the first one is having quality time, and that's a love language that people like to have as far as uh, making sure their time is quality with their loved ones that they have. Now, the second one is physical touch. Physical touch is showing love towards hugging, cuddling, being intimate, or simply putting a caring hand on someone's shoulder. Ron, that's why I came up and slapped you on the shoulder a bunch today. So. <laughs> People who need physical touch want you to hug them. They want cuddle time. Uh, always show PDA or public displays of affection to feel that you love them and to demonstrate your love for those that care about you, the ones that you do care about. You need physical touch if you are feeling lonely and lost when you have been physically near a loved one. You constantly crave to be close to those you care about and to demonstrate your love for them with hugs, massages, and even sitting close to one another. So it's important to know what somebody's love language is for somebody that desires um, having quality time or physical touch. You know, I try to give my mother-in-law hugs as much and often as I can because I know that she misses that because, uh, you know, her husband's not around anymore to do that. So she really appreciates those hugs. And the third one is gifts. Love language of gifts does not require large or extravagantly expensive gifts. It can be notes, CDs, flowers, or leaving a pastry. These small gifts are tokens to love to the giver and receiver. And this makes me think of Reggie. Reggie's gift was, um, his love language was giving gifts to people. And seeing the pastry thing here makes me think of his brownies, the the boys and girls brownies he provides to people. It was a love language that he had that he liked to provide these things to people. And his uh, potlucks, providing food. You need gifts if you think or wait anxiously for holidays or birthdays to see what your loved ones might get you. Gifts are usually a big test in relationships with people who speak the love language of gifts. So there's people that like to have gifts as far as their love language. It's just good to know what somebody's love language is. Now, the fourth one is acts of service. And that's another one that Reggie had where he was very much involved in service. Acts of service are acts of love when someone performs an act for the other. This can be cleaning, cooking, driving, or even doing an errand. By doing the act of service, the other person feels love or shows love. So another way to show uh, love is by acts of service. People who need acts of service sometimes will ask their loved ones for favors or errands, not just because it's easier, but rather because they need the affirmation of another person's love. You need acts of service if you feel unwanted or unimportant, if someone does not follow through on a promise, or if someone doesn't do something you asked. So people can feel let, let down if you didn't 
help them in this aspect if that's something they desire. So the fifth one is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation are verbal clues from others to express how much they love and care about someone. Words of affirmation also can be compliments or reassurance. This is something I like as far as I always enjoy people. Are you doing a good job? Or, uh, even if something's not going well, it's nice to know kind of where I'm at so I can do better as well. But it's good to have that reassurance that confirms the inner love in an outer way. People who need words of affirmation need to hear from the people they love frequently and to feel loved, they need to hear out loud what the other person is thinking. You need words of affirmation if you find yourself constantly needing to hear from your loved one to get reassurance from them. People who want words of affirmation might also fish for compliments because this is the way they feel most loved. And I'll, yeah, I'll kind of do that. So how am I doing? Uh, typically, people have one main love language and a secondary one. So a lot of people have a one, but will have sometimes multiple. Like Reggie had uh, gift giving, and he also was uh, his love language is also his time. It is important to know these so you can ask for what you need, and so you can show your loved ones, friends, and colleagues appreciation in the way they like to receive it. As you can see, it is important to learn what your love language is and what the love language is of others. It is very important that we lift each other up in prayer as well and encouragement. As we have seen before our eyes, the world is becoming darker and more evil all the time. If you don't know what somebody's love language is or if you don't know what somebody needs, ask them. Sometimes people won't ask what they need and it's good to just say, well, hey, what can I do? What can I do to help you? Is there something I can help you with? if there's something you're able to do, or you can just even pray for them if there's something you physically can't do to help them. God the Father and Jesus, I believe, have all five attributes of these languages, and they have shown us through the scriptures we read. So, first of all, they give us their time. Christ gave us the ultimate sacrifice of his time by coming and dwelling with us on this earth, away from his Father, laying down his life for us. I like to reference John 3.16, and we won't go there, but God so loved the world, he gave us his only begotten Son. As we know, there's no greater love than to lay down your life for someone as Christ did for us. The second attribute that they have as well is physical touch. You know, there's many examples of Christ having physical touch in the Bible of where he, he stands out in my mind where he healed people and cast out demons and things of that nature. But the one that really stands out in my mind is how he let the little children come up to him and he held them. And he just had the physical touch with them and let them know just how important they are to him as well. He loves the little children very much. And they matter to him. The third attribute that they have as well is gifts. There are so many gifts they bestow upon us that we don't deserve, that they give us gifts to us freely. The first one I can think of is grace. We don't, we don't deserve it, but they give us grace. We have the Holy Spirit. They forgive us through our sins, for our sins through repentance. And we have the ultimate gift of eternal life. 
to be a part of God's family, which is a huge blessing that we don't even fully comprehend the magnitude of. But they want us to be a part of their family. They love us so much. So the fourth one is acts of service. We learned as well. There are many examples of Jesus' acts of service, like healing the sick, like I was saying, he casting out demons, raising the dead. But none of them stands out more to me than Jesus showing his humility, washing the feet of the disciples, whom he loved very much, setting the ultimate example of service and love for one another. And of course, the fifth one, words of affirmation. There are thousands of affirmations in the Bible, but I'll just share one with you that I really like. Let's go to Joshua 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. That is such a great affirmation. That is so encouraging to know that God is with us always. As long as we are seeking Him, He is there for us. And He's with us even when we're down in the miry pit, when we're having trouble, we're having difficulty. He's always there. He loves us no matter what. And ultimately, He won't turn His back on us. We turn our back on Him in a lot of cases. So I want to go now to John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, and that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. He has such a deep love for his disciples. He loves us very much. God the Father and Jesus. This is a commandment that we show the same type of love that God the Father and Jesus has shown us. We are supposed to love one another. We may not all agree on the same things. We may get on each other's nerves at times. But in the big scheme of things, we have to put aside our differences and focus on how we encourage and lift each other up by seeking each other, looking for each other's love language, and helping each other. Reggie, he didn't know how much time he had, but he spent his time wisely. And we don't know how much time we have on this earth as well. We have no idea. Time is of the essence. We all have 24 hours a day, seven days a week to prioritize our time, to become more like our elder, loving brother and encouraging each other as he has shown us how to do it. 